Hello everyone, it's Lee the Appraiser for another episode of Amazing Appraising coming to you almost live from our brand new gallery here at 57th Street and Broadway. How is everyone? We are located in Midtown Manhattan right on Billionaire's Row and we're very happy to be back virtually live with you guys. Hope everyone is well. I want to take a second uh, to talk about something a little personal. Well, first of all, let me just introduce again. This is for people who haven't heard about us. We have this show that's been on the air now for a year, probably over a year, and we're on prime time every Sunday on 710 WOR, the number one station, the number one talk station in New York City and one of possibly the world, frankly. They have a number of very, very uh, prominent talk show hosts here and um, very powerful station. And uh, it's heard all around, not only New York, but New Jersey. I think it goes down to Florida even. So we are here talking about a number of different things. Uh, what we do is we talk about the title of the show is called Amazing Appraising. And I'm Lee the Appraiser and people expect me to appraise anything of value, which we do. Um, people pull up in front of our gallery with a car filled with everything. It could be antique paintings, could be rare historical documents, it could be unusual gold coins, it could be sculptures, uh, Tiffany glassware, uh, rare works of art, signed, not signed, uh, contemporary art, etc., etc., Judaica, sterling flatware, and they expect myself to immediately, while they wait, appraise their valuables, tell them what they're worth, and be honest and fair with them and do the research on the spot and give them a very fair high cash offer. Now we put ourselves out there to do that and we try to do that with everybody quickly, efficiently, and honestly, and we give them the best appraisal and offer we can do that. And we do sports memorabilia, everything. So people, they bring in Babe Ruth baseballs, Lou Gehrig pictures, uh, vintage watches, anything of value, a rare signed jewelry, and uh, they expect us to do it, and we do it. So um, it's a challenge. Um, I love to do this. Uh, for me, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's, <laughs> it's possible that we do this. I've learned through the years of experience how to equate the same principles and characteristics of a rare coin, a rare stamp, rare watch, to a rare painting, to a rare etching, to a rare sculpture, and I figure it out. And we um, research and figure out who the artist is and basically authenticate it on the spot and give the client a very high cash offer to our, the best of our ability, okay? So if you need anything appraised, if you want to sell anything, if you want to know what the items are worth, we've been doing a lot of insurance appraisals recently on high-end watches. The prices on rare watches have continued to go up. So if you have any rare watches, maybe a Rolex, a Patek Philippe, a Vintage Omega, a Vacheron Constantine, a Audemars Piguet, bring them in and any other brand, frankly, bring them in and we'll be happy to give you a verbal free appraisal on the spot. And if you need a written uh, certified insurance appraisal for the replacement value, we are happy to do that as well. 
Now, I've been out of commission a little while, and I've had, a, frankly, a major scare. And this is sort of a public service announcement that I want everyone to realize how serious, really serious, the COVID-19 and the coronavirus is. All right? I actually um, was infected and caught the virus. It's probably now close to a month ago. And I've always, thank God, taken care of myself very carefully. I eat extremely well. I, over, with the exception of this illness, um, over the last 40 years, I have never missed a day of work uh, based on being sick, ever. I have been sick a couple times, and but as soon as I feel myself getting ill or getting sick, I immediately take my, I'm one of these, uh, we'll say health nuts and uh, ho uh, holistic um, remedy people, and I will typically eat very well, and I will eat exceptionally well, and take the right herbs and whatever I'd like to do. I do not like to take medication, and I never really take it unless the doctor demands it, which I rarely go to the doctor. Um, but uh, so when I feel getting ill, I, I take, and normally I, get myself better so I'm not at the point where I have to leave work. But about a month ago, maybe a little longer, actually about three months ago, I was having flu-like symptoms for a couple days. And um, my wife forced me to go to get a COVID test. I went and I was negative, which I was grateful for, and uh, the symptoms went away in a few days. However, about, I guess now, a little over a month ago, probably uh, a little, I think it was right before Thanksgiving, actually, I um, started to feel sick again on a Monday night. One of my very good friends, I, uh, I believe Jeremy, offered me tickets to a Ranger game. My kids were going, and I wanted to join them. And what happened was, I started to feel ill that Monday night, and I just didn't feel well enough to go. So I decided not to go, and I started to feel slightly worse for the next uh, couple days. I did go to work, but I started to feel bad. You know what, we're gonna tell more of the story in just a couple minutes. We're gonna take a short break from one of our sponsors. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee, the appraiser, back. We're continuing 
uh, talking about amazing appraising. And uh, I'm just, we're on a little personal journey here. Uh, and this is sort of, a, I feel, a public service announcement. And I'll get to it. I think everyone should take the COVID warning seriously. I have to tell you that on my experience, um, I was probably one of the very first New York cases that caught the Omicron uh, virus, um, which was uh, probably a little before Thanksgiving. I was double vaccinated. I was about to get my booster shot. I felt fine. And um, wow, it turned out to be a very serious affair. So I was just continuing that I got a uh, COVID test. This is, I was sick on a, I started to feel ill on Monday. I guess this is the Monday before Thanksgiving. And I had my test on that Saturday night. It came back positive. And within two or three days, I had serious trouble breathing. Um, my doctor ordered for me oxygen tanks, which I was on and I needed for about two weeks, which is crazy. I'm talking about having oxygen tanks while I was sleeping, while I was walking. Um, this is the first time in my life that, again, I missed work not only one day, but close to uh, two and a half to three weeks. Um, long story short is I got it. I waited, which I shouldn't have done. I waited almost uh, probably a week and a half, um, a week to a week and a half to uh, after I got the symptoms to get tested and then to take results. I got the, what, uh, I forgot what it's called, the, um, you know, the intravenous treatment at my house, but it was too late. So it was already in my lung and um, Anyhow, long story, I don't go into exact details, but long story short is my uh, pulmonologist doctor. Um, I call her Dr. Gita, and she uh, helped me and pulled me through with this. And um, I still have issues with my lungs. I have trouble walking and breathing. So this message is not for any sympathy for me, not for any news about me, but it's just I want to spread the word that forget political views, okay? This is a very serious illness. Uh, however, it was generated, I don't want to get into, in, into um, <coughs> details of that, but it's a very serious illness and everybody has to mask up, be very careful, and certainly if you have any symptoms at all, get tested, and get immediate treatment, okay? The general consensus is that if you limit your exposure, overall you should be fine, and if God forbid you have it, you should get immediate medical attention, and in 99% of the cases you'll be okay. But you have to act quickly. For whatever reason, me, my health nut um, obsession, I did not do that. I don't know if I you know, felt it just wasn't important, felt it would go away. I don't know, I, I, can't, I can't really explain it because typically I like to address these things immediately, but I didn't do that. And I unfortunately, 
uh, paid the consequences, but hopefully I'll be okay. So I want everyone to please <coughs> tell your friends. I'm ex excusing me for the coughing that I still have. It's difficult for me to talk. Sometimes I feel fine, but it's just difficult for me to talk um, at length. So anyhow, that being said, just be careful, mask up, and um, again, any symptoms, any problems, take a test and go uh, get your medical advice if necessary immediately. Okay, so that being said, we are going to be talking a little about appraising. <coughs> so. Uh, what's new? What have we seen? So I'm going to be showing or talking about, this is a, um, we bought a very unusual pocket watch. Here's a picture of it. Um, you get that there? Do you want to get a close up? We're also, by the way, everything this show is going to be broken up <coughs> on segments on YouTube. And you'll be able to see the videos. It's typically going to be under I guess two headings, Lee the Appraiser and Amazing Appraising. <coughs> so we bought a very unusual, it's called a Gregson pocket watch. Now this watch was probably made as a key wind, which means in order for it to operate, you need a key to wind it. And um, we're going to open up the back here. Very, very cool gold back. We'll take some close-ups of that afterwards. Okay, remind me, please. It has a very nice porcelain dial. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Victoria, who is giving us a hand here and is helping us produce the show and videos. So what's unusual about this watch is, so it has a porcelain enamel dial. Uh, again, a key wind. It was probably made in the, I'm guessing, early 1800s. And uh, the coolest thing about it is, and we paid a fair amount of money for this watch, primarily is because of the brand, okay? Um, it's called a Gregson. It was handmade in Paris. Um, it has a 24-hour dial as well. It has beautiful black and red enamel figures on a white porcelain enamel dial. But what really is unusual about this is sort of like the pat he was one of, I'm not going to say the Patek Philippe of watches, but one of the uh, <coughs> best known brands of making the highest quality. He was known for making hand painted enamel cases and dials, and some of his watches have sold for over a hundred thousand dollars. So we actually paid a fair amount for this one because of the fact that he's collectible and known for those type of very expensive hand-painted watches. So um, it's made out, the case is actually made out of sterling silver. Uh, the gold back is very, very cool. And um, we thought we'd like to just share this watch with everybody here, okay? Uh, we are going to take another very short break and we will be right back with a very, we're gonna be discussing and showing a very rare a limited edition Omega watch that was made specifically for James Bond, Daniel Craig, 007, for his last movie. We'll be right back.
Do you have a car that you may want to sell for the highest immediate cash price with the absolute best and most convenient service available? APR 57 is New York City's leading buyer of all collectibles of art, jewelry, watches, antiques, as well as used or vintage cars. If you have any used or pre-owned cars that you want to sell immediately for the highest cash prices and be treated like the valued client you are, call or text us at 212-246-2000. Be sure to bring your vehicle to our new 4,000 square foot gallery on the corner of Broadway and 57th Street for a final inspection and a verified high cash offer and payment. So call or text us today at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000. Remember, APR 57 is the go-to place for getting the highest cash price for your valuables such as rare watches, diamonds, gold jewelry, gold and silver coins, sterling flatware, Tiffany items, stamp collections, sports cards, memorabilia, fine art, Judaica, as well as used cars in any condition. So drive in or stop by West 57th and Broadway to get the highest and fairest cash offer on the spot. Uh, this is Lee the Appraiser back again for another uh, continuing episode of Amazing Appraising here at our brand new APR 57 gallery on 57th Street. So as promised, we are going to be showing you a very beautiful uh, Omega wristwatch here. Do you see that from clear pictures, I hope? Okay, again, you can go and see it on our YouTube channels if you'd like. Okay, so this is called the James Bond Limited Edition. Okay, it is uh, the Omega Seamaster Professional. They made this watch specifically out of, like, gunmetal titanium. It's a very, very limited series. Um, this was made for, again, the... Secret Agent James Bond, 007, played by our good friend and client Daniel Craig, who has bought numerous watches from us over the years. Um, you want to make sure you give him a good deal because I believe he still has a license to kill. He is the um, current James Bond, and until they actually replace him, he is James Bond. And I think he'll always be James Bond, and I think he'll always be the icon, the best James Bond. I just loved him and all. He has this such an unusual look to him. The uh, last movie, which I caught on, uh, I guess it was streaming or whatever it was a couple weeks ago, um, it was very different than all the previous ones. It's the first one where he actually had a real relationship with a uh, female uh, partner or lead. And um, again, it was clear that he fell in love with her. And frankly, uh, it appeared that in the movie that he did in fact even father a child with her, a beautiful young, I think she was French girl probably. She was probably about five years old in the film. So uh, really very touching. It appears that he um, gave his life up to save uh, the ma his whatever it was, his uh, female lead, the, the woman and the, the daughter. Um, so I don't know, it appears that he's not gonna be coming back uh, very shortly, but you never know. Anyhow, so this watch was made specifically for him. Again, it's made out of titanium. It's sort of like a gunmetal, like a copper dial bezel with a bracelet. Um, it is tremendously, it is in tremendous demand from the Omega Boutique. 
Um, they can't do purchase. The retail price is about ten grand, but you can't get them. We're a wholesaler. We discount the watches. We just sold this one for, you know, uh, a little less than the retail price to one of our good clients uh, in California. Um, so um, that being said, you know, he, he was originally the first James Bond watch was the Rolex that Sean Connery wore in, I think it was 1960, one of his early movies. And um, that was classified as the first James Bond watch. The Submariner was associated with uh, Sean Connery's James Bond for like the first probably, I would say, 10 years or so. And then um, <coughs> it switched to a couple different watches. Um, Daniel Craig, his James Bond was associated to the Omegas, uh, a number of the uh, different Seamasters um, that he wore. And of course, this is a very good promotion for both um, James Bonds and the Omega brand. Um, we love Omega, we recommend them. They're one of the best and most popular brands around. Um, if you have any Omegas that you want to question or authenticate, uh, please bring them in. In fact, I believe uh, the Omega Boutique recommends us as uh, if you're looking for a vintage watch or you need a vintage Omega repaired, we're happy to um, service them and uh, appraise them and help you and them in any way possible. Um, in fact, we just got in a very beautiful Omega from about 19, I think 1945 to 1950. I'd never seen one before like this. It was the Constellation, I believe, in solid gold. And it had a engraving on it that was given to a captain, I think, of the New York City Police Department. And it was engraved. They had Omega engrave the captain's name on it and a design on it from the New York City Police Department. Very rare, very unusual. So um, if you're a collector and would like to see that, you can call us, make an appointment to view it. Um, if you have anything similar, again, the things that we love to appraise and purchase are things that are very rare and unique. They don't have to be super valuable, but we love things that are rare and unique. The rarer, the better, is like I say. And um, so if you have any, uh, we probably have, we're one of the largest collectors in the world. We have over 30,000 watches in our collection, and we have about probably over 1,000 Omegas. So if you like Omegas and you want to get a sense of their different uh, styles and varieties, please come in. Of course, they were known for their Speedmaster, which is the first watch that was on the moon. You know what? I'm going to talk about that watch in just a couple of minutes. We're going to take another short break, and we'll be right back after this very brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, Oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even 
and broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Leave the appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new gallery, APR 57 in New York City on 57th Street. So we're talking about various collectibles. This is the show that if you want something appraised, you want to learn about appraising, you want to learn about evaluating anything, you basically appraise anything of value, okay, except for real estate. You do stamps and coins and jewelry and watches, art and antiques, paintings, furniture, rugs, porcelain, coins, stamps, anything of value pretty much is what we appraise. So we were talking about watches, more specifically Omegas, we got into James Bond, what he used to wear, and now we're talking about the Omega Speedmasters, which is the first watch that was worn on the moon. Okay, if you look at even any of the films of uh, Ron Howard, I think he did Apollo 12 or Apollo whatever it was, um, the moon, wa- the moon, where they landed on the moon, he, um, all the astronauts are wearing this watch, and the story goes that NASA in... <coughs> I guess um, the late 1950s, um, they were looking to make a, you know, when they were ready to go on the moon, take that, that the, uh, the um, first ship up there. So they wanted a watch for the astronauts. So they sent somebody to a couple of the local stores in Houston, Texas. That's where NASA was located at that time, right? Houston, we got a problem. And... Um, they wanted a watch that was a chronograph. That means it had the stopwatch features so they could measure time if they had to do a stopwatch, minutes, hours, and uh, seconds. And that was, it had to be mechanical because they wanted a watch that would be, they're going to be out of the atmosphere so there was no gravity out there. So it had to be a mechanical watch. That means you wound it and it worked. It couldn't be automatic because it was automatic, the rotation of the uh, balance uh the balance wheel would not typically rotate properly. So it had to be a mechanical watch, it had to be a chronograph, and it had to be easy to read. So they bought a number of watches, and the Omega, they didn't tell uh, the store what they were using them for. And they came back, and they, out of all the ones they chose, they picked, they tested, they liked the Omega Speedmaster as the watch of choice for the astronauts. And that's the one that Neil Armstrong wore and the other astronauts as well. <coughs> and I believe they wore them on subsequent missions as well. So um, the first style that they made um, actually has, after um, the astronauts wore it, it's stamped uh, Omega Speedmaster, first official watch on the moon. All right, and uh, the early ones from the mid-60s or earlier bring a substantial amount of money. They're big, they're black, they're beautiful. If you guys have any of those that you want to have appraised, evaluated, possibly sold, serviced, repaired, any questions about them, 
please contact us, bring them in, and we love vintage Omega watches, and we're happy to give you, <coughs> excuse me, a nice appraisal, <coughs> a high cash offer, and um, any information you would want to know about them at all. So, um, and we buy them and appraise them even if they're damaged, they're not working, if you want to keep it, we can give you a repair estimate, whatever you need. All right, so please contact us. You are not going to find somebody who wants and likes and desires your, your watches more than we will. And therefore, if we appreciate them as much as you do, that typically is going to refer to a very high price because we're going to want to buy them, own them, and appraise them for you. So um, <coughs> if you have anything unusual in better watches or Omega specifically, let us know, and we're happy to address that. Okay, we're going to take another short break, and we will be right back after this message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Okay, everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising here in our brand new APR 57 gallery on 57th and Broadway. So we were just talking about uh, watches, Omegas, James Bonds, um, uh, an Omega made by the, for the New York City Police Department, et cetera, et cetera. So what else can we talk about? So I had a young lady call us up a couple weeks ago. She came in about a week ago, and what did she have? I'm not really sure. I think it was gifted to her. She had a collection of letters, correspondence, and some unusual things that were written to and from the world-famous actor Miss Betty Davis. So Miss Betty Davis is one of cinemas and Hollywood's most famous leading ladies. And the story goes that she lived in the city here, and this woman who liked her wrote her numerous letters and really started to hound her to the point she was like a stalker and kept writing and writing and writing, and Miss Betty Davis ignored her and never responded. And then Betty Davis, I don't know if she moved permanently, but she, or she moved temporarily or part-time. She had a house in Connecticut. And the story goes that this woman kept writing her on men, you know, several times a week. And finally, Betty Davis responded to her. 
And lo and behold, they kept writing back and forth, and de they developed a bond and a friendship. And we have all this correspondence, all these letters that go back and forth. I'm not sure exactly the name that, that he used, but it was not her real name. I think she called herself something like the barber. And, um, and it's just a very interesting relationship that developed between this woman who initially came out as a stalker to became her close confidant and friend. And um, to the point, actually, where Betty sent her clips of her hair when she was just a young girl. So we actually have Betty Davis's hair attached with a picture and letter when she was about two or three years old. And you're going to say, what could that possibly be worth? Well, it's interesting to us. It's history. It's a, one of Hollywood's most leading ladies. So based on all that, who knows? But we put a value on it. We bought it. The client was happy. We were happy. Everyone was happy. So if you have anything unique, even hair, one of my friends, um, a very, he was, he's actually, I, there was a group of us that started in the stamp business about 40 years ago. A group of, we'll call them a, a young gang of, uh, of kids that would start, we would meet at the auction houses and we would buy rare stamps. We would fight over them, buy, bid. It was an interesting business at that time. And uh, this was a close friend of mine at that time. And he sort of branched out. He did a very, very clever thing. Instead of handling stamps, he branched out into postal history. So postal history is actually the study of the envelopes of which that the letters were mailed in. So, of course, we had the letters that were mailed after 1847, which was the first American postage stamp. The first stamp in the world was, I think, 1840, under, uh, I think, uh, British Guiana, England. Okay, and then 1847 was the first American official U.S. postage stamps. They issued one for five cent and ten cent, one for Benjamin Franklin, and one for George Washington. So he dealt in primarily, or more exclusively, in the correspondence of these letters. So after 1847, all the letters had stamps on them. So it was, it's an interesting, very interesting hobby to handle this. That means that um, based on where the letters were sent, they had different postage rates, different combinations of stamps, and uh, they could be extraordinarily valuable in the tens of thousands of dollars on up, depending on the cancellation, depending on the type of stamps that were written on, et cetera, et cetera. And actually before 1847, people still sent letters, Victoria. You know that? They did. They were called stampless letters, okay? So um, without the use of postage stamps. So they paid the rate typically at the post office if it was five cents, and then they would have a stamp on it. They would like actually a, a stamp, not a postage stamp, but like a stamp um, – uh, what's the best word for it? I don't know. It, it, it was like, a, uh, you know, like maybe uh, cut out of a cork or something like that where it would say paid five cents. So um, he dealt in that type of stampless letters. Uh, there was not, there's another term, by the way, used. I'll just throw it out there while we're giving you a quick education. It's called free franks. Any idea what that was? 
So it's not like at the ballpark where they give hot dogs out for free. That's not what it was. A free frank is that the letter was sent for free. So they actually still have it today. And I think the only place where it's used is in the White House. So it means that any of the president's mail, typically what they did is now it's printed and it'll have the print, the signature, it'll say President Joe Biden on the right. So the mail is, there's no cost for them to mail the letter. Mm -hmm. And what's the logic behind that? Well, in England, the, the Queen doesn't have a, a passport. The Queen so doesn't have a passport. It's the same kind of idea, isn't it? Well, it's probably a little different because there's no money involved or cost to have a passport. Uh -huh. But if it you're mailing letters, if Biden is mailing letters, you just have to think about this. So if the president is mailing letters, right, does it really make sense for him to send his staff to go to the post office and buy whatever the rate is, 55 cent stamps, and put them on the letters that he's gonna mail? It's sort of like, let's cut out the middleman <laughs> and just do it for free as opposed to the White House paying for the stamps to put back on the envelope because they're the government. Yes, so like the government is paying for the stamps themselves. So you know what, just forget it and do it for free. <laughs> so that's typically what they did, so, or what they do. So the old ones are very cool because you would have old presidents actually sign them. Today, or over the last, I don't, I don't know exactly when, but probably over the last 40 years, 50 years, they're printed. So even some of the, you know, Truman and Eisenhower, they had printed signatures on their letters and they're called free frames. So they were sent uh, primarily for free. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, we're gonna take another short break and we'll be right back with more of this incredibly interesting conversation. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigitte, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00 so we're talking about autographs, documents. Um, so actually, by the way, out of everything that I handle, the two most challenging areas that we have, that, that you know, for me, the categories, is one is contemporary art. And it's not the issue, there's two issues. One is authenticating it, meaning if somebody has a very valuable piece of a specific artist. There's a very famous artist. I don't know if everyone or some people know him. His name was Jean-Michel Basquiat. Um, he was a considered to be like one of the first semi-graffiti artists. Um, very unusual. He was famous for 
making these sort of like colorful skeleton heads. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. Tori? Yes? No? I do. I know. You, you've seen him? Okay. So he got involved in drugs and unfortunately died at a very, very young age, I think 27, 29. Um, that's a whole controversy about his worth, that they had a foundation, the Basquiat Foundation that was, I think, included a couple of his sisters, his father, a couple other renowned experts in the field. And um, they authenticated his work up until, I don't know, I think 2012, something like that, 10 years ago. I have to check exactly the date. But um, unless his work is authenticated by the foundation or has a, you know, previously been authenticated by them, um, it's very, very difficult to sell. Um, so that is something that we're looking into is seeing if there's some way we can officially authenticate some of his work. We've been offered the largest collection of Basquiat works, although they haven't been authenticated by the foundation. Um, very interestingly, that a lot of his works, people will say they won't guarantee it's genuine, but they won't say it's fake either. So there's this very gray area that is, um, uh, we'll say, that covers Basquiat's work. So we are getting more involved in that. If you should have any Basquiat work that you think is genuine, please, we'd love to see it even if other people turned it down and said they're not interested for various reasons, primarily because it's not, uh, it, it hasn't been authenticated, we'd love to look at it. We've bought a number of works of his that have not officially been authenticated, but we've spent a lot of money on them. I always go by my gut feeling, and if I feel comfortable with something, even if other people are not comfortable with it, I will feel comfortable enough to buy it and pay a very good price. So um, we are, in many cases, the only buyer of certain items, and uh, we'd love to handle that. So you have the two issues. You have, I was talking about authenticity. So you have the issue with the contemporary art that, A, you have the, authentic, the authentic, authenticity issue, and B, you have the issue is also it's so subjective, like how you how do you evaluate something that um, really is modern and was made recently? So there's a big issue on that, on how to authenticate it and how to evaluate it. So you have that issue with contemporary art, which we're actually now, we represent over 50, I think 60, top contemporary artists in the world. And we're starting to sell a lot of their work. So if you have any contemporary art, that you wish to sell or appraise, please contact us. There's not a better buyer for this stuff than we are. Okay, if you have um, anywhere from Jean-Michel Basquiat to um, uh, Damien Hirst, even types of prints. We, we bought recently a Mickey Mouse piece that he did. Um, uh, even Peter Max couple of the other contemporary artists, whoever you may have. Uh, the older ones, by the way, I saw, I love Norman Rockwell. Anything good of his, I l enjoy. Um, so if you have any very interesting pieces, please contact us. Um, oh, by the way, we have a special client that is buying and collecting Cuban art. If you have any Cuban art, anything 
Cuban related, contact us, okay? We would love to discuss it further with you guys. Okay, so um, anything. We're going to be taking another short break, and we're going to be right back after this short message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser back for another segment of Amazing Appraising. We've been talking about contemporary art. We were talking earlier about rare watches, the watch on the moon, the watch in James Bond's hand, and now we're talking about contemporary art. And so I was talking to the public about the two most challenging areas for me. So one is contemporary art, how to evaluate it, how to authenticate it, how to appraise it. And the other is autographs. How can I possibly, or even a great authenticator who specializes just in autographs, how can one authenticate autographs? So that's a very challenging thing. So what Mr. Hamilton, the world's greatest, in my opinion, and probably the consensus uh, of being the greatest authenticator of rare autographs in the world, uh, who passed away, unfortunately, I'm guessing about 15 years ago. I had a lot of conversations. Uh, we bought a number of things from his wife, by the way, um, after he passed. A lot of very unusual things. So um, the problem is how do you authenticate an autograph? The person is – now, if the person is living, common sense would say you show it to him or her and say, Mr. Jones, did you sign this? So he would know better than anyone that whether he signed it or not, and he would verify whether it's authentic. Okay? So the problem is what happens if Mr. Jones is no longer alive, no longer available, and he can't authenticate his own work? So that becomes what we call very problematic. So it's very difficult. Now, if it's a very old autograph, and the person was signed it 100 years ago, one can then um, you have the advantage of having age as part of the authentic equation. You got that, Victoria? That's mm -hmm. going to be it. So when you look at it, you can judge the paper, the signature, the ink, the style as old. So if it looks like or there's some way to verify, if it was supposedly signed in the early 1900s, and you can verify that the ink, the paper, and the correspondence is from the early 1900s, you have a much better chance of authenticating it. It's much easier because every little characteristic you have to use in your judgment is valuable to mm -hmm. making the proper assessment. Yeah. Got that. Okay. But if you have a modern signature of a 
president, Ronald Reagan, okay, it's very difficult mm -hmm. to look at it and say, is this, you know, let's just say he signed it, I, I don't know when he passed, I'm guessing he passed in the early 2000s, right? So let's just say it's from 1990, you have a letter or something like that. Or it's, a, it's very difficult to verify it was done 25 years, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. or, or 20 years ago, or it could be done even after he passed. Like the age, it's much more challenging to put an exact year or decade on that type of piece. So it becomes much more difficult. Um, you know, you're talking about a ballpoint pen, you know, the pen is important, all these, these issues. So that is, autographs are probably one of the most difficult things for us to authenticate. Um, for example, you know, the Beatles signed a lot of things when they became popular in the mid-60s to the 70s. So their um, fake signatures are prolific and there's so many of them around that it's very difficult. Even, I'll give an example, even Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. We just had a group of things authenticated they charged us $450 a signature to authenticate his stuff. Wow. And out of all the pieces we sold, they said everyone, I mean, everyone that we showed them, um, except for the exception of two or three, they said we're probably not good. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it, it, um, you have to be very careful. Um, so, um, my, so autograph signatures themselves are very, very challenging. And, um, oh, I was saying that Charles Hamilton, when you went to him to authenticate something, the first thing he would ask is, where did you get it, how did you get it, that signature. Okay, that was his most important piece of information from the person that had the item, how he obtained it. And that would start the process of, him f of his formulation, of his opinion, of whether it was authentic or not, based on the very simple fact of how he got the item. Okay, so um, those are probably the two most challenging things of all the things we do. Um, you know, again, common sense. I asked, I tried to ask the right questions. Typically, I've been now experienced enough where somebody can call us up and I can ask them the questions on the phone without even seeing the item. And typically, in nine out of 10 cases, I'm able to give them an accurate evaluation and appraisal based on what they have, based on them just answering my questions clearly, which is pretty cool that I can authenticate something and appraise it without even seeing it. Um, now, of course, I need the proper answers by somebody who is able to at least um, you know, answer the questions properly. So I want to tell everybody, if they have anything of value, again, anything, stamps or coins or jewelry or watches or art or antiques or paintings or furniture or sculpture or sterling silver flatware or Judaica or porcelain or lamps or well, any Tiffany items, uh, Cartier items, uh, costume jewelry, especially designer older costume jewelry, anything that might have some value. We want you to, uh, we bought some early Disney cells. We bought sports memorabilia. Sports memorabilia is very hot right now. Um, I was looking through a box of uh, cards, sports cards, that we had in stores that we pulled out a couple weeks ago. My gosh, the prices on these things are going through the roof. 
uh, these are cars that you know we had paid fifteen hundred dollars for. They're going for five hundred to a thousand dollars. You know, first second year cards of Willie Mays. Uh, 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 you know, a couple year later, uh, Mickey Mantle cards. Uh, really crazy prices. Basketball cards. The prices that have. Well, I sold a very close friend of mine. Uh, his name is Danny. I'm not going to give you his last name. I don't want him to give uh, too much publicity here. But uh, I sold him for his son's bar mitzvah. He bought a Michael Jordan, I think, graded card for me for maybe a thousand to twelve hundred dollars. They're going for now ten to thirty thousand bucks. Crazy. This was probably six years ago. Okay. Um, I'd like to get the card back, but uh, I don't think I can. So, uh, again, if you have anything in collectibles, stamps or coins or gold or silver, anything of value that you want to have appraised, evaluated, um, we're typically here every day, six days a week, but every day but Saturday, um, from 10 to 6. Uh, we like to have appointments, so just call us first. It could be even the same day, and we're happy to see you. We do make house calls on rare occasions, so if you have something that you want us to come to the home and look at. We've done that before. Um, and uh, so contact us, um, and uh, we'll be happy to hear from you and respond quickly. You can reach us by phone, by email, by texting, whatever you wish. We're happy to call you and uh, answer any questions you have and see whatever you have, okay? Uh, we'll be right back after the short message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even been broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00. This is Lee the Appraiser. We're going to be closing off this episode. We're very excited to have done this um, right before the holidays. And we hope everyone finds it interesting. Please call or text or email us your comments. Um, our email is lee at APR57. Uh, our phone number is 917-439-9610, which is both for calling and texting again. That is 917-439-9610. You can find us on social media at APR57.com um, is our website, APR57NYC, I think is one of our Instagram handles. Whatever you want, reach out to us. We're happy to help you. Um, and uh, we want everyone to have a beautiful holiday season, safe, sound, be careful. Remember what I said. You can't be too careful if you don't feel well. Get tested, see a doctor immediately, forget about politics. Your life is more important than anything. And uh, till next episode, hopefully next week, um, 
we're going to sign off. Oh, by the way, make sure you stay tuned for our great friend, Mr. Zeb Brenner, Talkline USA. I hear he has some amazing guests and amazing show coming up. So please make sure you listen to him carefully. And um, we hope to hear from you soon, everybody. Stay safe and be well.